when you find your identity, you'll have a stronger dignity. Welcome to the Seven Dimensions of Wellness, the podcast that helps you reassess your habits and helps you progress. The seven dimensions are as follows a spiritual, physical, emotional, career, intellectual, environmental, and social. Reassess, progress. This is the Seven Dimensions of Wellness. Welcome back to the Seven Dimensions of Wellness. Hey guys. I miss you. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I've been away, you know, just focusing on other things. I have a vlog now. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to Jerome Paul Blogs. This is a channel wherein I give a taste of the communication training I can give. Tonight's dimension will focus on physical. This dimension is all about taking good care of our body. The title says it all. Yes. Yes, my friend, I finally quit drinking. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It was one of the scariest things that I've ever done. But overall, I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I'm really, really proud of it. Since this is going to be a solo podcast, I'll be asking myself the questions that I've prepared. And I'll be answering them so that you'll know where I am in this whole self-improvement journey that I've been taking since the beginning of the podcast. Here we go. Why did I quit drinking? I want to be a good example for me, for those who I love, and for those who listen as I show my vulnerability in various platforms, you know, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I recently shared that I became a godfather. In our religion, this is someone who helps the child, along with the parents, guide, hone, and shape their religious values. Being a godfather is a B-I-G, okay, you heard me right, it's a B-I-G, big responsibility, because we need to be a good example, inculcate good habits, and gush the good will. See that? I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I really love acronyms, so that's B-I-G. Attending my godson's baptism brought new perspectives on how I approach my life decisions. I also had this beautiful, beautiful realization recently during work. I was teaching one of my students the difference between an independent clause and a dependent clause. You know how it is, right? Like an independent clause, these are clauses that expresses a complete thought. You know, like, I am strong, your love, I am Groot. <laughs> While dependent clauses do not, okay, I repeat, do not express a complete thought. It can be eliminated. It cannot stand on its own. Doesn't express a complete thought. So uh, while I was teaching this to my student, I had this realization wherein I, I took my examples the examples that I just said earlier and related it to drinking like I am strong when I drink alcohol if you get drunk and wasted your love I learned 
all of these. Okay, I gathered all of these. Well, I was teaching a kid. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I was teaching. So, after that class, I eventually sat down and had time to reflect. I learned that I should, okay, I should examine the dependent clauses in my life. Because with or without the presence of alcohol, we are strong, we are love, and we're responsible. Okay, I know what you're thinking. What led me to start drinking in the first place? Well, <laughs> well, 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 this goes back to my childhood. <laughs> this goes back to my childhood. Oh, God. Ah, I think the issues that we deal with now often stem back to our childhood. But what led me to start drinking is my failure to adapt in a new environment. Because I grew up in a small community. The proximity of the house, school, and mall was great. You know, it was really short. Travel time was not a problem at all. Even the people. Well, the people are not short. <laughs> but the people practically knew me. You know, I really felt safe. But then college? Man, that was something else. It was a paradigm shift that I wasn't able to adapt. It was a massive community. The proximity of the house, school, and the mall was terrible. <laughs> it was really terrible. Travel time was hell. Oh, God. Okay, I, I I kid you not. Okay? I was once stuck in traffic for five freaking hours in a rush hour. I started drinking because people come and go. I was devastated by it, man. I was. Everything was fast-paced. Uh, there was no room to chat. If there was... Okay, if there was room to chat, it will probably be about someone asking you, Hey, can I copy your homework? Oh, um, is our professor present in our class today? I'm not, I might not be able to make it today. You know, <laughs> I gotta use the computer to. I started drinking because I felt alone. I never really had a community. I never really had the right people who I can vibe with. Eventually, okay, eventually, I did, I did find a community, it changed my life, and that's another story to tell, but at the time, I was looking for friendships, not a network. I started drinking because I was scared. At the time, I thought I was coping, but I wasn't. Pop culture led me in normalizing drinking as a coping mechanism. So, what was it like quitting? What was it like, man? As I said earlier, it was scary. <laughs> it was really scary. I was honestly afraid. I was afraid that I'll be treated differently for choosing to quit entirely. Most of my friends have their own respective reasons on why they drink and why they still drink, okay? All due respect. 
Love you guys. I just feared about my social status. <laughs> I know, I know. I I feared my social status. <sighs> I know it's wrong, okay? I know it's wrong, but I couldn't help it at the time. I constantly ask questions like, am I still going to have friends or are they going to judge me? Uh, but here's the kicker, okay? Here's the kicker. How are they going to perceive me? Yeah. So I was already framing it so badly because as much as I wanted to quit drinking, I feared that my friends will perceive me differently. My mentor, who also gets in the podcast, hey man, once said that I should never hinder someone's decision especially if it's for their self-growth. I try to live by that advice every single day. Whenever I find myself being too anxious about how other people perceive me, I ask, hey, am I doing this for myself? On the other side of the coin, quitting was also exciting. (laughs) It was exciting. I was excited because I can finally finally stop being drunk as an excuse being drunk is not an excuse for foolery okay i'm gonna repeat that damn it being drunk is not an excuse for foolery speaking from experience (laughs) okay speaking from experience i had several stupid decisions that led me to my personal demise and now i'm not proud of it but I have accepted and learned from it. That's why I ask people not to be blinded by my big wins. I'm a man who makes mistakes and my mistakes, my mistakes, I learn from them. I try to be better each day. Cause I hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom. I did, I did, I did man, I did. I I was 20, I'm 24 now. that's another story to tell okay but i did hit rock bottom i was at the lowest of my lows i'm really grateful that i was able to bounce back because i learned that when you find your identity you'll have a stronger dignity i'm doing this for myself and to those who believe in me for those who left pause or even cut our friendship Hey, okay, <laughs> I, I know you're listening, maybe, uh, hell, hello, hey guys, I, I never thought ill of any of you, I never did, okay, again, it's for your own self-growth, it's for my own self-growth, you're a blessing, okay, you're a blessing in my life, you're also a lesson, we're just on different paths right now, here's a juicy question, how drunk of a drunk were you here we go (laughs) okay so i was a heavy drinker i was okay (laughs) i was i was a heavy drinker my friends even coined a nickname tito jerry tito jerry yeah tito is a filipino word for uncle 
I uh, <laughs> I drank various types of alcohol, some of which I hate. Okay, some of which I hate. I really don't like cocktails. I really don't. Please, okay. It's kind of like a chemical concoction mixed to a big bottle, and then like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's color blue. Okay, I'll just drink this color blue. It will get me drunk anyway. I'm thankful that I was able to pinpoint my moods in drinking, though. Like, here are a few examples. Beer is my go-to drink. It makes me more talkative. Now, I kid you not, I had a lot of heart-to-heart conversation with the boys with the help of beer. Wine makes me angry, though. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Wine makes me angry. I don't know exactly why, but looking back, I think it made me angry because it's socially accepted. Like, if you see a man in a store buying a bottle of wine, you'll instantly think it's a celebration. It's often synonymous to a life event, life celebration. Like, hey, hey man, congratulations. Proud of you. But if you see a man buying one case of beer, <laughs> Ah oh, man, you'll instantly ask these to yourself, Hey, what's the problem? What's the story? Ah, okay, who's recently single? Who? Who is? <laughs> oh man, it's it's a stereotype, okay? It's a stereotype. It happens, it happens. Come on, it happens. Rum. <laughs> rum. Yo ho ho and me bottle of rum. Ugh. Rum makes me believe. Okay? No, 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 no. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. Rum dares me to believe. <laughs> okay? Like, I'm a pirate. I'm a pirate. I'm a pirate. Yeah. I'm a Jedi. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Jedi. <laughs> I'm a Jedi. Can can I make a new language? I, I I can make a new language. I can make a new language. Hey, hey, mirror, mirror. <laughs> so no 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 no. Okay. Uh, now there's no scientific evidence that this certain alcohol brings out this certain behavior. It often varies to each person, right? Like. Some of you even relate that you also have a lot of heart-to-heart conversations with your best friend with the help of beer. But here's the thing. BBC conducted a research back in 2017 asking 300 people how does alcohol affect them. And the answers that I gave earlier, (laughs) uh, it varied. It was a whole different level. Whole different level. So, I had a lot of fun, drunk stories. My friends will probably share in the comment section. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, those were the good times. I also had my bad. But, sadly, and I'm thankful, this is the end of Tito Jerry. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Okay, last and not least, how did you start the process? As I mentioned earlier, I did a lot of self-reflecting. 
I start reflecting, gaining perspective, and being accountable. That's an acronym. You got that acronym? Did you get it? Did you get it? Hell yeah, it's RGB. RGB is another acronym for red, green, blue. I had to see the process as multidimensional. This isn't a new thing, okay? This isn't a new thing. RGB, you know that, right? It's a colorful spectrum. Again, this isn't a new thing on how to start a process. Everyone had their drinking phase. Some eventually got sober with numerous coping mechanisms. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a trial and error process, like mine. So, I have to tell myself that this is my journey. Okay, that this is my journey. Like, I have to constantly repeat that to myself. Dude, Paul, this is your journey. This is my journey. What's good for you may not be good for me. Tweak it a little bit. Use another approach. That's why reflecting gaining perspective and being accountable are the ingredients that help me become sober because by the end of the day i am accountable for whatever it is that i do and you are too journaling okay journaling i have expressed the power of journaling in multiple episodes now hell i even had a few guests who loves journaling too so you gotta write it down okay journaling write it down i write things down writing is a good way to identify a problem narrow down what's causing it and give concrete solutions that's plural okay give concrete solutions journaling helped me objectify the issues i'm dealing with now i'm gonna be a little bit nerdy with this one okay a little bit nerdy heads up so there's this Greek word called akrasia. Okay, I might mispronounce the word, but akrasia. Okay, akrasia. It translates to lack of self-control. It's known to be the weakness of the will, wherein we only act in what we believe best interests us. That's a lot of S's. Yeah. So speaking from experience, okay, speaking from experience, I know for a fact that drinking is unhealthy. Okay, it is. It is. Come on. It's not healthy. I was blinded by pleasure. I had people around my life, even in my family, who always tell me that drinking, it's not a good vice. It's not a good coping mechanism. But eventually down the road, I've considered it, you know? So that was my will being weak and all that because <laughs> I had to sit down on this thought okay, this week that, hey, why did I just quit drinking now? Why was I not able to do it before? What's different now? Was it my will or is it how I see things when I start journaling better? I was able to sit on that. I also remember writing a five-page essay of why drinking is unhealthy. <laughs> Dude, akrasia. Okay, I'm going to make it simple. 
Acrasia is the failure to practice your conclusion. This is the failure to practice your conclusion. I fail to practice my conclusion. That's why you have to try your best in being specific. Now, I know. I know what you're thinking. Paul, you already said it earlier. What's good for you may not be good for me. Journaling may not be good for me. Hey, it's okay. Right? It's okay. No worries. No worries. You can also find multiple coping mechanisms that you can try. Okay? There are others out there. You just have to gain perspective. So, as you journal, you have to ask yourself, is this quantifiable? Is this measurable? You're susceptible to fail if you're not goal-oriented. When you find your identity, you'll have a stronger dignity. And that is why I quit drinking. I'm happy that I'm sober. I am. (laughs) I really am. I really don't want to cry. Oh, and this is just my first take. <laughs> this is my first take. <laughs> yeah, I just had to cut in, in between because I was burping a lot. So, right. This is cool. This is cool, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, if you really like to support the podcast, f- please, okay, please, please, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, we have TikTok, but TikTok is inactive lately. So you just share some love on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay? All good. All good. So if you also like, please subscribe to my vlog on YouTube. That's Jerome Paul Vlogs, wherein I give communication training. <laughs> just a taste. Just a taste. So... I'll be seeing you next week. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you for being patient. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to support the podcast, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Runaway Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, run away with Runaway Podcasts.